Let's take do this. a ride. It's time to take a ride on the wild side. Uh, God, we watched this music video last night and just We've seen these videos. We've watched them every day for the last three days. Midnight just tossed up, right the rock. Yeah, you know. Oh, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. A little wild side, a little crew to get you in the mood. Uh-uh. And we're over 100,000 listeners. Thank you, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Over 100,000. We're pretty much kicking everybody's ass. Um, and I'm not afraid to say it. It's true. Dude, 100,000? Come tw- on. Yeah. That's awesome. Because Rump Chat Nation is the greatest nation in all of the nations. And um, today, we, with us, the reason we play that song, we're big crew guys. Obviously. You. We know. Everyone um, knows. But our friend that's uh, going to be with us on the show today is a, one of our bullfighting buddies, a great guy. Um, he's, he's done so much for the world of bullfighting in that he's been selected to work not only the NFR, but the PBR in the same year, which is for the just last amazing six forever, five, six years, and six years. he, that was his go-to song for fighting Mexican fighting bulls was which wild he was, side. Which he was a badass. At. And so let's go ahead and introduce our friend, one of the baddest matadors alive, the one and only Cody. Webster. Woo! Get a rolling. Talk about Webster. So, I mean, obviously. Dude, that song just hits home. <laughs> hits home. Doesn't that make you feel, isn't it funny how some songs pump you up? Like when, when you were in here, we started playing that like song. I'm ready to break one down right here in the Logan Coach studio. That's well, at up. least it's not by the band Hole. Yeah, we've. Really we've shitty. Just, which we we're going to get into that. more of that on Courtney uh, Love later. But, but uh, Webster. I mean, this he's a young guy. For those of you who don't know, you, you must be blindfolded and, and, and mute because he is, uh, like I said, six year, five, six years, the greatest, the top bull, fight, bull riders of the PBR and the top 20 in the PRCA all voted him to go to both. Yes. That's pretty freaking impressive. Which is awesome, Mike. And, you know, and to me, that's got to be mean more than a lot of things, oh, you know, um, I mean, just because of the respect you have from the greatest bull riders in the world. And, and I think it's pretty cool because we have got to see you come up, you know, and we don't get to say that very often, no. but I, I got to start off. Back uh, in the OG days. OG days. So, uh, Douglas, Wyoming. Uh, oh. We were all, <clears throat> we stayed at the Survey Ranch. And they had a, a party. Mike had a party for some odd reason. I don't know that it's summer. Mariachi like, party. Yeah. yeah, he had like three parties just to have parties. Yeah. And uh, so we stayed there that night and partied. And there was a huge green cooler. You had a 16 foot bumper pole, toy hauler uh, um, <laughs> trailer. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> so Rump's got that. And there's this huge it didn't green. Didn't even coo- have a bed. It just had like a loft that you would it sit had, yeah, it and, had and a, a little fold down couch yeah, and then a lawn it was chair. Horrible. So if you could get over the gas smell and, and being high on fumes, yeah, but at least at least it was more comfortable than the secretary's office where I had to stay on, 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 on the uh, on the calf stretcher because <laughs> 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 I, I didn't want to stay at the crappy hotel that Binion had. Anyway, that thing was so, haunted. Oh, it was so. Um, so we're in there, and and this is great. So back uh, going to what we're saying is the web, you know, just it was. I think that might have been your first run, wasn't it for PR, for pro rodeos? Was that your uh, first yeah, summer you went? Fr- yeah, it was his first summer, but his very first rodeo was Sterling, Colorado. It that was also your first rodeo, Rumford. Well, as my second after Clovis, New Mexico. So okay, Clovis yeah, was first, right. but that was my second. But this kid pulls up, and he's got a a maroon Dodge pickup. With a white camper that says Concho Cadillac, Cadillac on the on the top of it, and he gets out and little skinny, what probably nineteen years old, uh, eighteen. He looked about seven, and I remember and I remember saying to myself, "Who is this stupid dipshit?" <laughs> and he come over and introduced himself. He's like Cody Webster, uh, professional I'm, bullfighter. I'm a bullfighter. I'm like, I bet you are. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> and you know, I'm thinking just another 
another guy because I mean, if we're going to well, be Ralph honest, introduces himself, and I'm like, who's this big old dipshit? Yeah, I mean, so it but, went both ways, didn't it? Right. Well, we didn't, you know, but we we started hanging out right away, and after I seen him fight that that first pin of bulls, I was like, holy smokes! But in in my defense, and you can verify this, and you can verify this. There is a lot of bullfighters that everybody wants to fight bulls, right? So there's a lot. Not me. Well, you know what the hell I'm saying. (laughs) There's a lot of young guys that come out of nowhere that, you know, show up and you're like, okay, well, who's this dude or what's this guy going to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but Webster's got this, this, uh, this, you know, camper and he's making. I was telling a story. And he cut you off. Just completely. Also, like yesterday, hey, I'm going to pay for our lunch. He was going to let him swipe yeah. totally. Oh, yeah. don't let him Crummy. do so that. So finish yours. Hey, Justin, you may finish your story before I finish mine. And so you'd also ahead, pay asshole. for your own lunch. Um, uh, I'm, you know what? I'm shunning you two for the next three minutes. Okay, so going back to my story, it's better anyway. So we're in Douglas, Wyoming, and we're all three in this camper. And we find a, the, the Days of the Red Box. And oh, we, dude. We Insidious. watched Insidious. Oh. Us, it was the middle of the day. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm still haunted till this day. And I hate that movie. us three guys in this little camper watch one of the freakiest movies that I've ever seen. And I, as you guys know, my wife and I watch a lot of jacked up shit. Yeah. And um, and we screamed when that that face, you know, is behind the oh. the, the the dude. It was so bad, Bone. When we left there, when we left there, I was. We had to get out of the truck together to go plug in the camper because we were scared of the dark. That's no joke. I, I made him watch this. But it was, oh, God. But that camper. And it, so we, we had that big green cooler from the party, and it had like 18 different types of beer, just all they put all the extras. We strapped it to the tongue. We ratchet strapped it. And we pull around, and we were getting a cup of coffee in the cook shack, and Mike Servey's in there, and he goes, boys, where's the circus going today? <laughs> I swear, if he could have jumped in with us, he would have, but... Uh, yeah, when we drove up to uh, Douglas and, and, uh, the Douglas, Wyoming, which is the Wyoming state fair, uh, Wyoming state, uh, queen contest with a rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> they, they nailed it. They don't give a shit about the rodeo, but that queen contest after they have it halfway through the, the, the Saturday night perf, everybody leaves. Oh and yeah. That's I the mean, truth. It's a huge queen contest anyway. But, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, so we've, and actually Webster, I met Webb when he was 12 or 13 you came to sydney with frank newsome because no, like 10 or 11 was it were you that young frank fought sydney forever you know and 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 webb of course uh, that, was my, that was my first big trip got to go to burwell nebraska yeah then sydney Iowa. burwell and sydney and gosh it was great he had this little wide-brimmed hat and, and a little maroon shirt and his, and his jeans were shotgunned in his boots and you always shotgun your boots always the first time i met rumford back to his story I'm like, man, who's this dipshit, the rodeo clown? Because he was clowning in shotgun boots. I was really into boots. Yeah, back you then. did. You, I remember that. As long as they're Justin boots, a standard of the West, that's what I wear. <laughs> a little drop right there. But you know, that's so cool about Cody. Like everybody sees Cody now, and they're like, they see his success. But what these young bullfighters don't understand is he didn't say, "Hey, I'm going to start fighting bulls." Boom, PBR, NFR. He started working for the Surveys. And, and, and Powder River and, and... And fed bulls and, yep. and helped. Like, talk a little bit about that. Like, when you first started, it wasn't... You didn't get a handout. I mean... <laughs> no. No, there's no handouts anywhere around the Survey Ranch. But it got me a start. It was my first big run. Is uh, actually ended up going to Burwell, Nebraska for my first permanent rodeo. Uh, Frank had got wiped out broke a bunch of ribs uh something in his back so i actually got to go to burwell nebraska for my first pro rodeo and then uh it was scary i mean i'm talking butler sun rodeo in the death pen mm-hmm. big old cage, oh that pin is it, yeah sands knee yeah deep. so they they a crew comes out and they drive stakes into the ground 12 foot tall metal panels and the that's been there since 1940. Yeah, it's the original. Didn't panels. some guy get hit and whacked in the head with the sledgehammer? Whether yeah, I killed him in the arena putting up the turnback fence. Like because they do like three guys per stake and, the, and like one hits you like know big they, John style. Bing 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 yeah. bing bing. You know, and one guy leaned and, over a little too and far. And what's really awesome is there's a one armed man there, drive stakes one armed with a sledgehammer, not 
jacking with that guy. How big is that arm? <laughs> but yeah, Burwell. That even as a barrel man, that's intimidating. Oh, it's so I can't imagine being a, a permit a permit guy showing up to Burwell with Benny Butler and the square metal ring of death. It was good though. Like didn't die at, to begin with, so still here today. And fast forward to where Hambone's picking up, uh, getting on the survey run, and then. Uh, that's actually the year that I called home and told my mom and my aunt Peggy that, Hey, uh, just booked a few more rodeos. I'm not coming home. This high school deal is going to a halt and I just kept rodeoing. So really? Right. So did you ever finish high school? Uh, you got your GED? No, sir. <laughs> but you know what? I, you I, know what? I, I'm I, glad of that. Well, here's the thing. It, it's obvious. It, doesn't matter. You're doing what you're doing. And, um, and besides fighting bulls, um, your cattle operation, you've got a ton of cattle, uh, which is, you know, we've talked about, you know, you're buying land. You, you're not just going, you know, burning your money. And yes, he is, but he's also the tightest person with his money that I've ever met in my life. I, you're tighter than Binion Servi. Let me tell you this. Oh, oh. He is. Listen to this. So when this we were is... on the Powder River run, Webster's like, there's no sense of both of us taking a rig, so I'll just go with you. Well, you cool. had a 47-foot trailer. So I had my big trailer, so I got Lindell. <laughs> and I'm a little guy. I got Lindell and Webster, right? And yeah. we had... Linda, so, what happened to that guy? He's got a towing company in Sulphur. Yeah, he was a good guy. Anyway, go ahead. Great guy. So we're rodeoing and... And uh, we had a blast. We cooked out. We rode miniature motorcycles. Um, we we would lay on the floor before a rodeo, me and Webster. Turn on Foo Fighters as loud yeah. as we can <laughs> to get our mind right. We would just lay there and listen to Everlong. Get your mind right. It was so weird. And um, so we're going home. We're going from Blackfoot, Idaho, back to Oklahoma at the end of the run. And Webster has not bought a dollar of diesel. Bull. Hold That's on. A- we're driving, and I'm like, hey, Webb, you want to get some diesel, whatever? He's like, man, I don't know. I ain't really got any money. I'm like, ah, don't worry about it, bud. I'll, I'll take care of it. Well, he goes to the quick shop to get some cash to buy some candy. <laughs> he comes back, and he lives, leaves his ATM receipt on the console. He had $22,000 in the bank account, and I've been paying <laughs> for his fuel for a month and a half. <laughs> and you have 22 cents in your bank account. See, this is you. this is what's funny. So he came uh, a couple years ago at Houston. I get to stay uh, in the really nice RV park. Tallman and Boyd and Benji, we all stay over there. It's pretty badass. And it's got a nice. Uh, yeah, I'm at uh, Rodeo Village. Yeah, you guys are out. Accommodations uh, are really nice. It is. It is. It's great. And anyway, so he comes over because there's a nice laundromat. So he's doing laundry and we're playing PlayStation in between loads, you know, and he calls his bank and he's doing some business. Well, he did the same. He left the note there and it's like $90,000. Uh, and I don't know what account bull. it could have been his bull. cattle account, but I, I'm going, I, I should have bought cleats instead of a hundred thousand dollar sound system. <laughs> Hambo, no offense. No offense. Maybe worked out a little more. You'd be the shittiest bullfighter. ever. I am. I am the shittiest bullfighter ever. We had a buddy, you know, because everybody's you're, got you're a buddy also that's the most got coordinated bulls. person I've ever been. No, with. you're you're no, more you coordinated. Are. Even Cole Melanson's in here, uh, for our our guest studio uh, in here, and he just pointed at Webster. You are you. That's how you are so good at what you do. I bet I could beat you in any sport. It's all natural, baby. You can't beat me in nothing. I'll play in basketball, football, soccer. How are you going to play a baseball? Hambone, can I say something? How are you going to play a one-on-one football game? No, it's we can do tackling drills. We lay on your back and you get up and hit each other. I'll bet. I'll bet he can get away. But you are right. Webster can't walk, but he can. (laughs) But when he fights, but he's a bullfighting son of a bitch. Beautiful as a feather floating through the air. (laughs) And well, I'm Joe not Bumgarner, just saying that. Joe Baumgartner was saying Joe Baumgartner wasn't a great athlete, but Joe B was obviously one of the greats. And and I'm sure there's more, and I just can't think of any right now. But going back, so everybody's got a buddy that had bulls, right? You know, right. everybody had a little pen. Anybody with this, back in the early 2000s, everybody with a stock trailer had bulls. It seemed like so. I had Still a buddy. Does, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, and he uh, 
had these young calves he was going to buck, and this kid was going to get on him. Well, anybody that showed up with tennis shoes was the bullfighter. And a vest. And Yeah, so yep. I so I, I didn't know they were bucking out, and I show up just to go drink beer, and there I am. So I have to open the gate, triple H. And then uh, I'm fighting. Well, this kid, this, uh, yeah, this kid hangs a spur in the flank on this three-year-old calf. And, I mean, I catch this boo right in my back pocket. Just I'll bet this story him. went nothing like this. No, it did. No, 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 no. Let me listen. Let me finish rump for once, you bastard. Shut up. All right. So, you know, and I'm, hey, hey, hey. And I got him, and I'm running. Well, I just bring him in a circle right back around top again <laughs> and just start smashing the kid again. And I'm like, sorry. But you're coordinated. Don't oh, I'm coordinated. All-time sack leader, Sydney High School football, 11-man. Then he went to 8-man. I'm just saying. It's in the record books. Okay. We'll have to check with Sydney Iowa High School. You check football. with Max Moore. He's got the record. So, anywho, I'm just saying that's how that was the last time I tried to be a bullfighter. Well, um, and I didn't want to be a bullfighter anyways. I will. You know, you're Thank always you. saying I don't pay for nothing. I will look pay. How, look how less the music role would have been if I hadn't been in uh, been in it. Webster, Webster, get on board with this. I will pay for Hambone's tuition. To go to a Cody Webster bullfighting school. No, I mean, bull school. Come on. No, if you fight bulls, let's fight bulls, my son. Yeah, you said that you story can, you can was going sport. about how bad I was. Well, you're not going to get any better unless you go to one of his bull schools. I don't want to get better. Would that be cool for I one time? I have a child. But would that not make little Gus proud to see a video of his dad busting a big old fight? Yeah, bull? and then go lay flowers on his grave. <laughs> no. Oh no, I would die for your sake and your daughter's sake. Yeah. Why don't you go with the quality quality bullfighting school? (laughs) No. No. Bullfighting is not for everybody, and there's a lot of shitty bullfighters out there, and you know who you are. Well, and I don't mean – when I say – So go to a a school. Uh, Frank's having a school, uh, but I think it got sold out. If if, uh, social media – there was like one spot left I saw on Instagram, but uh, go to – Go to Webster's. Uh, Tuckness has sc- there's schools out there from these really good guys, and I suggest a lot of you go to them because there's a lot of the little stuff, cattle sense, just little things like little that. Little things make big, big changes. And not it's not just getting out there and putting on cleats and getting your name said over the PA and and looking cool and going drinking beer at the at the bar after. And that's fine. You can do that. There's a level for that. Well, it's but just there's also that. but if I mean, you want like to get but if you like, want to be a true professional. Bullfighting has given me everything that I have. Me and my wife, we've got, a, like I said, cattle ranch. Uh, things are going really, really good in life for us right now, and, and it all comes around from bullfighting and rodeo. Well, and, and to my point, I mean, I'll ask Cole. I mean, how many times do you look through the slats of the shoots and see guys like, is this cat even going to be there if I get in a pinch? You know, I mean. You don't have to answer that, Cole. <laughs> no, he's. I guarantee he's like, Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it where guys get off bulls and go to the committee guy and go, I'm not coming back if that guy's there. Right. I have seen it. It's I'm not going to say where but, or who, but I, I have seen it. But what do you think? Like, So don't be that guy is what I'm saying. Go get good. What do you think, go Cody? Go get better. Always try to get better yeah. at everything. For 100%, but, like, what do you guys – I want to know this, what you all think on this. But, like, what is it about, like, not just protection bullfighting, but freak – like. Why do you think there's such a huge, because it is so much bigger now, I feel like, than it's ever been. Even with, with the BFO and all the other freestyle events out there, and just like uh, at the IFR, Buck and Horse and Bull Sale, you know, there there's 48 guys. Like, what what's changed over the years to make everybody go, man, I want to fight bulls. Like, I mean, it, what? I think social media has a big part to do with yeah, it, you know. <clears throat> You know, Webster's uh, does a lot on social media. Uh, a lot of the guys do, and there's videos, and they're like, man, I want to do that. That's badass. And then they find out how hard it can be. Yeah. And then, or they get an egg broke in them, and then they're like, oh, maybe I'll go buy a laptop and be a music guy. Yeah, that's – that's. And then all you got to do is we, pay 400 And then all you got to do is pay $460 to the PRCA, and you're a professional. There you go. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. And uh, you know, one thing that's really changed, though, too, over the years, and one thing like Webster and, and the good guys, they're like workout. Um, well, to a point. Yeah. But you're in good. You're kind of halfway. You, I see you out there sweating. I stay in you good know, shape. With, with, 
the video like camera. That. You know, I see you hit record, and then you. <laughs> do you really do that? One thousand one. Do you really record your workouts? Absolutely not. No. So, but well, honestly, you've never recorded yourself doing a push up, and then like, <laughs> like you're sweating, and then posted it on your social media. Well, like not like oh, to the extent what? of like putting on a workout, but yeah. I mean, ah. as far as showing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I want to show all the young guys coming up and the kids that, you know, it does take some dedication. It's Absolutely. not just wake up and yeah. I mean, walk out and hello, here we are. We're you know fighting bulls at the best events in the world. Like it's been a been fighting bulls for almost 20 years. So, like, there's a lot of blood, sweat, tears. I mean, we can get off into that of what do you cry about going and fighting untipped cows and by myself getting hooked for hours. It seemed by myself. Uh, my grandpa kicking out a fighting bull on me and my uncle Pat, that's about 300 pounds. Uh, this bull gets me down against the fence and hooks me until his horns hurt. Yeah. What's uncle Pat doing? <laughs> well, uncle Pat sounds like uncle Tommy. They're on the fence just screaming. <laughs> Were they like, yelling, get up uncle Pat and uncle Tommy. That is my biggest pet peeve when a bullfighter <laughs> gets down and he's getting hooked and they're going, get up. Oh. Oh, get up? Oh. <laughs> right, right. Man, thank Just, you for yeah, telling me. Here, I'll work on that. Um, you know, I, I actually got to see him fight bulls when <laughs> he was probably 13 uh, over in Sulphur, Oklahoma. Me and Tuckness go over there. And Tuckness was just starting to kind of take off. And so we go over there to buck some bulls. And there's this little bitty Cody Webster. And he is, like, worshiping Tuck. And Tuck's going to show him how good he is. Well, the guy opened the out gate. And Tuck's making a few rounds, and he doesn't know the outgate is open. And Tuckness comes running a hundred mile an hour, runs, runs right into the face gate, face first, explodes his face. Oh, blacks his eye, and then gets the shit hooked out of him. In the meantime, I am laughing my balls off <laughs> because it was so funny, and no one else thought it was good. And no, it was great. It was absolutely great. But you know, bullfighters <laughs> back in the day weren't always like you guys. No, I mean, no, it was a little bit different back in the day. Back different in the lifestyle, kind of like yeah, it was, yeah, it was different. It was just different back then. There was more chemicals. Uh, not to say there was more than now, but just uh, more, more. What am I trying to say? Back in the eighties, back in the eighties, the uh, most of our great bullfighters, and, and not most. I'm, I'm not going to say any names, but there was a lot of bullfighters that were riding a little bit of that white lightning. <laughs> A little bit of that booger sugar, you know. I mean, the, the, back in the day, there was a lot of the older generation that would uh, drink whiskey and do drugs and fight bulls and smoke cigarettes after. Like, they were they were obviously great, um, tough dudes. You had to be to get in front of them big old Brendel rodeo. There's not enough cocaine Bramer, in South ugh. America for me to get in front of crooked nose. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You're a pussy. No, I'm, well, yeah. Yeah. I kind of am now. But, you know, like you guys, your generation work out and like practice and uh, at your house, you've got your bullfighting pen and you chase each other around with PVC pipe and, and bice- half, bi- half bicycles. Yeah, I have yeah. half bicycle bullfighting dummies. No PVC. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, the game has changed. It has. But do you, don't you think that? There are more good guys than there was back in the day. There I don't is. really know. I never really paid there attention is. back. Me and Webster actually one time we watched every uh, Wrangler bullfight ever from we back were in, in Pasadena. The day. Yeah, and um, there is there is so many good guys. Like even the, the BFO this year, you know, you got all those kids and and like you've been schooling your kid uh, Austin. Austin Ashley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny about that is you've been teaching him. And even though he's not you, the way he moves is almost identical to what you do. Did you notice that, Hambone? I mean, yeah, like, he—he's he's, a good kid. He's got it going, dude. This, <clears throat> I like this that a kid guy. that everybody needs to be watching out for because he's for real and he can like he's tough. Like he can take a beating. He's gonna get back up and he's gonna go try his try his heart out. Give like, me your top three kids coming up that you think are really gonna take off. No pressure. Yeah, Austin no, no. Ashley's definitely. Uh, my number one, uh, there's a young kid, Dekevis Jordan, that we had the great uh, time all summer helping a young kid 
uh, get his first rodeo van and all that. Is that that's your son, right? Uh, yeah. His his cowboy Rump, protections Rump really coming boy. on. Freestyles getting really good. Uh, that's that's two guys I really think is going to light it up. But overall, there's a lot of great great young bullfighters coming up. Right. Do you think I, I've never seen Dekevis fight protection? I haven't either. He does a good job. Does I'm sure really he's an job. athletic son of a gun. Well, he can do a front flip over a bull, so yeah, I it's guess pretty. That's, I guess that goes without saying, right? I twisted my ankle stepping out of my camper, so probably no uh, front flipping bulls for the ropester. Well, your ankles are holding a little bit more weight than the Kevis's. Well, it are. takes a big takes a big pole to hold up a big barn. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, we get back. Let's uh, let's get into some. I want to get into some more stories of the old times. That you that we've had together, that you two have had together. Yeah, it's not been too rank yet. We're still we're, we're we got to get into a little bit uh, better stuff. Not so serious. Yeah, loosen up, Webster. Hello, wieners getting up. grabbed. Something nope, like that. Uh, uh, nope. Rump. We'll be back. By the way, thank you very Big much. Congrats, and, th- yeah. and and congrats to you for winning your 16th in a row, uh, eighth, eighth in a row, eighth in a row, and year. first specialty act. Yeah, yeah, you finally got your specialty act card. Yeah, it only took like nine years, and you won it the first year you're in it. Yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah, you weren't specialty act, you were clown act, C- comedy act, comedy act. Yeah. Sorry, you have come a long way since that first Sterling, Colorado. Would, okay, when I pulled you out of the arena. All the way into the gravel parking lot to go through a mud slop. This dirty bastard. <laughs> you know, I don't even know if he would do it anymore. He's kind of famous now, but back in the day, for well, all I'm you always up for a gorilla. For all you guys that have ever seen one of my acts, the gorilla act, where I do the crocodile hunter, where right now it's extremely dangerous as a wild animal. See me a Ford Whitey snake in the arena. Do the whole bit. Well, how the clown act sells, well, I go out to catch the gorilla, which is Webster in the gorilla suit. Right, and I'm a damn good gorilla. Yeah, you're 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 good. Even when I got like a hot shot in my pocket. Yeah, well, so see that ruins the act. It no, did. It makes yes, it great. no, it doesn't. It made it good for you, but so we. Uh, <laughs> I tell Webster now he's got to drag me out of the arena by my feet because I step in the trap, and he drives the uh, ranger or mule or whatever it is. He pulls me out of the arena, and instead of stopping at the end of the arena where the gate is. He drags me into the parking lot. It's where it's so it was muddy. So they oh. drug out a bunch of mud out of the arena right into the parking lot. And there it is a pretty good ways to the mud slop of, you know, gravel and asphalt and your ass. Oh, it hurts. So I had more sand in my butthole than you can imagine. <laughs> like not even the good kind of sand. Like it was Colorado gravel. Speaking of your behind butthole, we should say. Yeah. How about the magic trick? Uh, oh. Huh? The magic trick. Omaha, Nebraska. How many years ago? Oh, it's been four years. Three, four years ago. Five years ago. Anyhow, dipshit the rodeo clown here says, uh, anyhow, to backtrack, I get this video of this magic trick of Rumford taking somebody's $20 bill t- is 20. and shoving it in his crack. And calling can, it a magic can trick. Can I tell you how the magic trick works? It's that you do this. You set it up as, hey, let me have a $20 bill. I'm going to show you this cool trick. So you take the $20 bill and you go, okay, I want you to write down the serial number so you know it's yours. And if if I make it disappear, if, if you can find it, you can have it back. 
but you can watch the 20 the whole time. And so I do the, all this stuff, and I go, you ready? And I'm, I go, about to disappear. One, two, three. And at three, I pull my butt cheeks out and put the 20 between my butt cheeks. So thanks for explaining that. Yeah. So fast forward. I get this video. Everything's going on. It's Rump's magic trick. He's so proud of it. So like a week or two weeks later, we're in Omaha, Nebraska, getting ready for the rodeo. And dipshit, the rodeo clown uh, goes, Webster, hey, man, you got some cash? I got a magic trick I'm going to show you. I was like, Rump, I don't, dude. I, let me bring some cash tomorrow. I'll get some cash out of the ATM, bring it in tomorrow, show me the magic trick. Playing completely dumb. He bites for it. So the next day, I go get me a, I had a dollar bill. I went down to the old concession stand, get the old uh, jalapeno juice. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, I need some jalapeno juice. She's like, oh, you want some jalapenos? No, I need the juice. Like, can you pour me, like, out of the bottle, the juice? Juice. <laughs> juice. Nice. Good one, so, bud. So <laughs> here we go. And uh, so I get this dollar bill, and I soak it in this jalapeno juice. It is rank. Find me a fan, air dry this dollar bill with all this jalapeno juice on it, and put it in my front pocket where that little bit of money is just showing out the front pocket. So I come strolling into the locker room, dipshit the rodeo clown's like, oh, Webb, hey, did you get that cash? I was like, yeah, man, right here. So I grab this dollar bill and hand it to him. Well, me forgetting what I've done to this dollar bill, wipe my nose and my lips, and immediately eyes are watering. Oh. I mean, this thing is hot, Jack. <laughs> and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So Rump, he uh, goes on with this spill. I've actually got this on video. He goes on with his magic trick spill. And needless to say, goes on with it. And I play it up. I'm like, Rump, are you kidding me? Are you serious? That's my freaking money, man. I'm glad it wasn't a $100 bill. Haha, <laughs> Webb, look, it's in my butt crack. Boy, he's dancing around the locker room. My butt cheeks are out. <laughs> he's so proud of this. And then all of a sudden, he stops. His eyes get huge. He squats down. He goes, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. My butthole's hot. It's on fire. Well, the worst part was that since it was Webster's dollar, I stuck the, the dollar bill way up farther into the crack area than I normally would. And it was, it was, touching, the, it was touching the old... He Brown starts running around, getting like he had like at least ten pounds of, of paper towels wadded up, patting his behind, trying to put out the fire. I well, takes off. I fell into a burning ring of fire. <laughs> ring of yeah. fire. you don't I even know how bad that hurt. Like, it was so bad, Bone, that he had to go all the way to his trailer. That's when the triplets and Ashley was there, and had to get some baby wipes. I did wipe for a while. Well, I Ashley comes in. Well, and, if it burnt you, your nose, just oh, your dude, nose, it lit me up. I can't, I can't imagine, imagine yeah, on the tissue of the anus. Butthole skin is very sensitive. You would know. Yeah, I go in the trailer and Ashley's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, uh, "What's that baby? The the stuff you put on for baby rash? The like oh, the white uh, cream? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh God, jeez. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, go, I need some of that. She's like, "For what?" I'm like. I said, it's a long story, but Cody Webster just burnt the crap out of my butthole <laughs> in the locker room. That was that was uh, not fun locker room stuff. That was the same year that I told Webster he could shoot me in the belly with a T-shirt gun. gun. Like, if you think of them Coliseums when they shoot those T-shirts to the top row, I was like... Those things got torque in them. It hurt. And the worst part was... I bet the fat on your belly's still shaking. It Yeah, it shook it. <laughs> then I'm sitting there just messing with the gun because then we couldn't get it to work. And I accidentally fired a T-shirt through. Oh yeah, dude! We demolished the roof, the ceiling. Like, oh, it's the tile broke all the tiling out. Whoops! Oh, bullfighter locker rooms though are usually entertaining. Um, our friend we've talked about before, Charlie Too Tall, who is a a little person and a great guy. Um, he was trying to show Webster how you can measure yourself, and then Wes Webster asked ask him if. Uh, Little uh, little people turds are the same size as grown up turds. Remember that. <laughs> but in turns, you mean turds, uh, like turds. your poop. Yeah, but and they are. Anyhow, long story short. What? Long story short. See what you did right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh Charles. Didn't you ask him too about if little people's uh, stuff was the same as big people's stuff? No. Did, didn't you ask him and, about and his wiener size? No. no. Or maybe that was me. <laughs> that was Rumford. 
<laughs> and, and and it is dipshit. You know the word? Can you confirm that? What with too tall? Yeah, we can call him. <laughs> no, you've seen it. Oh, didn't he show you? Well, he he like whip it out and show me like. Anyhow, on to the next <laughs> phase here. Um, Webster, you can verify this too in that locker room at the NFR. Why we're talking about gross stuff. Why is it that everybody at the Thompson Mac takes a dump in the bullfighter locker room before the I have not out? figured that out yet. The it's not glorious. Like it's obviously a great place and to be. And you can't do anything about it. No. No. The guy Hey, didn't even uh uh the uh oh my god. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. He even came in. Charlie Daniels. Aaron Watt. I mean all of them come in there, take a big dupe. Right there was the a the, there's a guy, older guy that works there, and I go. You should have played Devil Went Down to George on your phone as Charlie Daniels taking a deuce in your locker room. Fire to hill, boy, run, boys, run. <laughs> Tries taking a dump. My old son. <laughs> <laughs> but but this uh, when I was there at the NFR the one year when I was there, um, Webster and I were sitting there. And this older guy come in there and just mess the toilet up every day. Is so this I go the chocolate chips. No. <laughs> so I was trying to deter him, but I go, hey. I said, there's a lot of other bathrooms here. Why don't you use somewhere else? I've been working this rodeo for the last 20 years, and I've been shitting in that toilet every time since. I'm like, all right. So I went to the hospitality, and I told, Web- chip I told Webster, check this out. And I took, I got some coffee and put a little creamer, so it just had the right shade of brown. And I poured it in the toilet, and then I took those chocolate chips and kind of let them get melted, and I wiped them on the top. <laughs> Dude, so, it was horrendous. Looking. It was just coffee and chocolate, but I thought that'll get him. Yeah, here he comes. Did it? Did it? Did it blow his mind? Cleaned it up. And- Cleaned it up. Took his dump. <laughs> I even put a deal up that says dump jar. Like, hey, this is our locker room, but if you'd like to use the, remember I had that cup. Yeah, a couple bucks. Like, yeah, a couple people put it like a dollar or two in, but you know, the old dump cup. The dump cup. It's not even your. Your personal toilet, and you're charging people. Well, it's just. Uh, it's Why didn't you go down the stock contractor's room and just let loose? I don't think they have one. They don't have I a. I thought the they problem. had. No, I, I thought the stock the contractors problem. used to have a room. That's why they all no, they have a room. locker room. Oh, they do, but they don't have a bathroom. No. Right. Gotcha. I, I I don't know. I've never been down in there. So what else is rolling around in that big, dumb head of yours, Rumford? Why do you say it like that? Hi. Uh. Tell about how terrible a driver he is. Oh my God, y'all! If I'm you want driver, if you want to be scared to absolute death, if you want to see death in the eye, ride with Webster. Hey, it's another thing you and Binion Survey got in That's common. That's a lie. I'm a great driver. Webster drives 106 mile an hour and is. You on don't his... ever drive. You sleep all the time. Because I'm responsible. And besides <laughs> that, Webster is on his phone. While he's driving 106. Well, I, mm, Webb, you I don't drive 106. You well, drive fast. When I followed him and Evan Allard to Sydney, Iowa, we each have a truck with a camper. We were going 86 mile an hour. Remember how mad you got when we were coming back from way down in Texas? And Well, you were passing people like... And then if they wouldn't get out of the lane, you would honk at him. He wouldn't let me drive after that. Maybe that's why you're always fixing the old El Matador in. <laughs> that poor trailer. <laughs> that's been a good trailer. Well, you had to pull it that fast. As cheap, still hold together. As cheap as that How's, bastard is, I talked him into buying that $6,000 trailer. Six? It was twelve five. Oh, was it? Get it right. You paid twelve five for that? Yeah. It's you last. got screwed. 2012, was it? Yeah, it was 2012. This that is board. his camper for uh, we're referencing the uh, El Matador Inn. It's and which it's is got also it. known as the Bullfighter Inn. Yeah, it's wow. That poor trailer, yeah. like the axles, just if you've had to replace those axles because campers are pieces of shit. Yes. I mean, they just are. Coming from people who have owned them. Yeah, but that poor pieces of that shit. poor trailer, like it was. You know, you know how sometimes like bumper pull trailers will kind of wiggle. Mm-hmm. Not Webster's. When you're going ninety, they don't have a chance to wiggle. <laughs> The campers are so scared. We replaced the yawning on that. We've done Casper. Casper, we always do RV repair. Yeah, seems to be middle of the summer run. We uh, we got some time. We got good parking. Resealed everything. Put the new awning on. Yeah, became a very very good electrician because my hot water heater didn't work for like two weeks. Uh, We cleaned out your your. Oh, and to mention, Cole helped you. 
you are a part of the reason of this because when you wired up my new plugins on them cords, I did not you wire wired it. them backwards. You did it. No, I you didn't did wire it. it. Kick no. his ass, Cody. I did not wire it. You did. I remember it. Oh, Anyhow, fine. I will never help you, you again. Don't knock on my camper door. You didn't help on the awning either. You just the hell I didn't. Fingers and drank Coors Light. Oh, there he is. That is. Dead. Did it get done correctly? It looks good. There you go. Does it work? It works really It's probably good. not on correct, but it works. It works it? really good. How many how many rodeos do you take your camper to a year? Like, talk through your season. I don't know. Like, I, it seemed like I, for a long time, was just living out of it. Literally did. I would pull it home and plug it in, sleep in it, live in it, get on the road, go to the rodeo. Just lived in it 24-7. Uh, now my, my schedule's changed getting in with the PBR and then, uh, so I still rodeo full time, still going to San Antonio, Houston, uh, roll out for the summer, go Sydney, towards, Iowa. Yeah. So I'll take it all summer, you know, basically Cheyenne. doing it for basically two months of the winter and then, well, he's what, got that huge three, run, four months, that big long run from Cody to Casper to Cheyenne, you know, really just <laughs> that's a hell of a run. It's a great run. I don't even burn a tank of diesel. I know. And he. And you would like that because you're a cheap bastard. But I kind of want uh, to go back. So um, sorry, Rump. That you know I get to go to Cheyenne and Del Rio. Houston, I work Cheyenne, all the big Oklahoma. ones, all them big ones. That's where your skinny ass gonna get kicked. Sorry, eight seconds drop. Um, going back. So with the PBR, tell us going on there. Uh, so basically, the the guys vote, correct? Yep. And then uh, the top guys get a kind of choose. So yeah, like the or? the vote comes in for the world finals. And then depending on where you end up in that vote, one through four determines one through three get to go on tour all year. Uh, number four is kind of your alternate position. Uh, still get to work some events and whatnot. But so this year I ended up getting to, to pick my schedule basically. And uh, so I it's worked out really, really awesome. Getting the best of both worlds. Get to go to some really great rodeos. You know, everything we just named. And then on top of that, getting to go – uh, with the Unleash the Beast tour and and travel the country, getting to go to some really cool venues and get to fight bulls. How bad just at Madison Square Garden? How was that? Oh, MSG, dude, it was unreal. I mean, I'm talking Saturday night, sold out Madison Square Garden. And what is crazy is you get on an elevator and you go to the seventh, sixth or seventh floor, and that's where the bull riding is. On the seventh floor, how do they get the bulls up there? It's a big winding like tunnel type deal that they run these bulls up. And I mean, there's offices, there's restaurants, there's all this, you know, really? six floors. See, I had no idea. Unreal. Yeah. I mean, like you're looking at it and you're like, oh, just a big, tall building. When you get in there, it's huge, but you're on the seventh floor. How big is that seat? I think like 17,000 17, or something. Like God bless. Yeah. Seventh floor. It's Dude, people in New York, do they look at y'all funny when you show up with cowboy hats and stuff? New York City uh, is probably the most rudest people I've ever been around. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not Wayne, Oklahoma, I'll promise you. Right. Well, they just... They, I mean, they see a cowboy hat and... St- you know, they always Where, talk about stereotypes. Where's horse, Tex? Yeah. From up, Oklahoma, for one. Up your Texas, ass. Up Texas your, is the biggest county in Oklahoma. hey oh. High five. Okay. I could go a lot of places with this. That's I'm from Iowa, said. so anyway. From Oklahoma, yeah, where the Cowboys Square were. Garden. It was it was unreal, man. Um, did they get much backlash? You know, you always see some obviously protesters stuff, but there was is it? protesters everywhere. Yeah, uh, but it's just the world we live in. Like people are so. I mean, just you say something and they take it to heart and believe it with all their life, you know? And it's like, if you really want to know how these animals are treated and what's going on, Hey, call us, come hang out for two weeks. We'll take you on the ranch. We'll go show you around. Like mistreatment is anyhow, but you know, they Trump don't want 2020. Know. Let's go. Hey, those people that <laughs> you see him get a standing ovation at the game, at, at the championship game the other night. It was, uh, it was awesome. Trump like, shaker is what I call him. Like rump shaker, but with a T. Oh, by the way, we have awesome merchandise. It says Rump Handbone 2020 on sale now. Go to rumpchat.com. Oh, you got merchandise? We got merch. No. You're... Yeah, we do. Yeah. We don't Dude, have any with us. You're going to get made fun of. You're not going to be cool no more. Why? It happens. You it happens got merch? When you, get, when you get merchandise, things change. 
You got a well, lot no, of we're, merch. We're popular though. Things change, it, but it, it's it's different for people who. Supporting his uh, Cody Webster <clears throat> cap last. Night. I actually stole that cap from you at Sydney Island. Yeah, you should really not leave your totes outside. Right. By the I, way, I had to get eat. Just, you know what? I knew you didn't pay for that. I'm not going to pay for that. You trust me. Pay for trust me. He knows exactly. He doesn't need even you need are a Excel. Cheap okay. He knows every You're piece cheap. of merch. And I guarantee you this son of a bitch right here knows exactly that he didn't pay for okay, it. Okay, hold on. Because he on. would remember getting a $20 bill from you. Here's the deal. And if you probably just would have asked, he would have given it to you. I know you had to steal it because you're crummy. I brought a team and a wagon right. for his wedding for free. Right. And you know what he gave his groomsmen? Okay, I'm I'm a proud, proud eight-year indoor sea of cinch jeans and shirts. Okay? And Webster is an endorsee of Wrangler jeans and shirts. Proud. Which is fine. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, it's, being a man's not for everybody, so they still sell Wranglers. And and so his gift, his gift to his groomsmen were good. 13 MWZ Wranglers. Okay. They're the cool vantage. He, he gets us all in a room and the he's cool like, cool vantage. He tells, <laughs> we're, cool. the Whitmore sweat. We're at his house getting ready for the wedding. He's like, Boys, uh, we just want to tell y'all I appreciate you being my groomsman, and you can keep the jeans. <laughs> so I don't have my jeans on. I'm standing. <laughs> I'm drinking a beer with Daryl oh. with Daryl Thiesen and Frank, and in my underwear with my white shirt on, and Frank and your whitey tidies that Frank you haven't Newsom. washed in eight years. No, they were cleaner. Your they were underwear my, is horrible. They dude. were my wedding panties. Uh, <laughs> but Frank Newsom, who is who's been great to Cody and. Uh, Frank is one of the toughest dudes in the world, right? Frank, in my mind, is the greatest of all time. It took Frank Newsom, I'll second that. Daryl, and two other people. Frank had to get a pair of pliers to get your. I had pants to lay down gut. on. I had to wear the Wrangler jeans. That would be God. Did tell me somebody got that on video? Frank, no. Dude, it was so Frank awesome. goes. You know how Frank talks real quiet. He's like, "All right, Rump, we're gonna try it again. This time, when I tell you to breathe." <laughs> Just suck it in. I can see Frank. And Daryl's like, pliers. Daryl goes, do you want me to step on his belly? And Frank's like, well, let's try it one more time. And I'm just laying in the in Dude, Webster's if that bedroom. that would come off, it would killed somebody. <laughs> they, but the bad part was they were the same size as I always wear. Like, they just. but They were just extra heavy. In 13 MWZs, anybody that weighs over 120 pounds can't wear yeah, those if you're bigger, if you're bigger than Lon Danley, yeah. you can't wear 13 MWZs. And why, unless I mean, your name's Frost. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So and then and then it, speaking of his wedding, uh, weren't you weren't you charging for beers after? Yeah, oh, <laughs> great great sponsors. Coors Light, uh, Coors Banquet. There wasn't yeah. gold buckle back then, but he got all that. He sponsored all the beer. Well, for we the, and we had a, and we then had but a, yeah yeah but <laughs> didn't Rump, they make Rump pay for his beer? Yeah, I had to buy my own beer at the wedding reception. Well, actually, I did it because I had a... Actually, no. I So, this, that brings up a good topic. I want to finish telling my wedding no, story no, no, let, after okay. this. Well, right, well the, the I thing did, is, I had some, uh, you know, a little bit of medicine, kind of help rump out with his, uh, you know, get, uh, getting, getting it... Uh, getting a, a high juice. hard one? I don't what getting the juice. You had some. Oh, uh, they, no! I don't have a problem with that. But they put a Viagra in my beer. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Have, never has it. He, I, I got a boner right now. <laughs> God. Well, on the way over there, after I bought the first beer, I knew where there's some more beer because the, the kind of the cool thing about his wedding was we drove the team of mules with the really nice wagon from his house to the wedding. With the groomsmen. Which is now the ranch where I live So, now. it's about a three-mile drive. So, we got about 3,000 beers, and me and Frank are sitting up. I'm driving the team, and I got a pee, so I tell Frank, I say, hey, hold these mules. I'm going to go take a pee. So, I get off to pee, and Frank just whips those mules in the ass and takes off. And, I mean, he gets away, so I finish peeing. I try to jog up there, and it's 109 degrees, and I'm wearing <laughs> stranglers. And, like... I get close and I'm like, ha ha ha, Frank. And he makes the mules move again. He does this for probably a half mile. We were trying to get them pants to fit. But what I was, <laughs> I was, and I was kind of getting pissed. Well, at least they were, they would wick your sweat or whatever it is with oh, the cool advantage. Oh, they were shit wicking off these pants. things. 
the worst part was like I was starting to get Whatever. upset, but I'm not going to tell Frank Newsom, hey asshole, yeah, because I don't want him stepping off and just knocking the ever living shit. And I love Frank, so I'm like, okay, Frank, good one. <laughs> About uh, the third time I go run up, he's like, yeah, I'm like, all right, that's it's probably good. So when we got to the wedding. I was a little nervous about these mules. That, it's a good thing that they had a good long trot on them. Yeah, it's a good when thing. When we come rolling in there, there was kids, older folks. Oh, they're, they're piled in. So Webster wanted to drive them in. So Webb's driving them in, and they are no shit. We're like a foot between everybody. We have to drive the mules through the congregation and drop off everybody. It was great. Oh, my. I was absolutely terrified that something was going to happen it's a great day I, I rem- ashley looked whoo she's hot it's a good day yeah we uh we didn't get invited oh you didn't i, I was a groomsman but it's no big deal nope i was there didn't get invited so well maybe well, be a better person you know where you stand bone oh you can do the old well, rodeo joke well I'll, I'll be there for the next thanks for one being on web appreciate it yep web can go f himself Was web invited to your wedding yes he no, was was not bullshit Call your wife right now. You guys got a invitation. <laughs> you guys got an invitation. Why didn't you go? I think we were invited. I'm just giving him shit. I don't know. I couldn't go. It Why was not? something. I Rosenberg. Bu- Rosenberg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's all good. Uh, I remember though when he was talking about it. He asked me, "What do you think about having just you know instead of getting a catered meal, just have everybody do a potluck, a potluck wedding?" That's not true. You dipshit. Bravo's catered. My you yeah, Mexican yeah, but you were gonna. Ha- you asked about is it? What do you think about having a Why potluck? Why are you making me out to be like this? This is it's such true. bullshit. No, he's not. He's you, not. Cr- he's Webster's a money saver. Well, that's why he's gonna have money when he's older. You know, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad, but I kind of am. But I'm not. Big, Big boy. boy. <laughs> See, uh, you did, and I'm like, you probably shouldn't want people to bring potluck. That's, that's to you. a Answer lie the, for everybody listening. That's a lie. <laughs> Answer no, the question: not. Are you stingy with money? No, absolutely not. Are you smart with money? Very smart. There you go. Do you like to spend money? Uh, no, sir, I don't. <laughs> okay. What about you, Rump? I do owe you thirty-five dollars, though. What? You're the one that don't pay for nothing. You don't ever pay for drinks. Don't ever pay. For, you don't even. Yesterday, when are you going to pay for lunch? Who bought that? Who bought that uh, drink you're drinking? Yeah, bone. Who who bought uh, the vodka tonics you've been drinking? Uh, bone. Who bought the shipping to ship your knee brace to you oh, in California? I pay for that. Right, hand bone. Um, uh, everything I got on was given to me. Yeah, hundred X t shirt, hundred X helmets, BFO sweatshirt. Which, by the way, he's been wearing for seven years. Got stains and. Well, he must have went through all of his real screen video t shirts. Yeah. My wife threw a bunch of my T-shirts away because they, were, they weren't even white anymore. They're like that well, we're, weird. We're talking about the guy that's sponsored by who? Cinch. Cinch. And he's walking around with one pair of jeans with a big ass. His ass is hanging out of it. Have you seen his shoes? They're disgusting. And they held together, stink. Held together with duct tape. Straight gangsta, homie. Which cold? They're disgusting. I, you can those are those on them two right pair now. of nice Justin Comfort shoes or. One I was, want my hey asshole. One of those was his, you but they didn't fit, pair. so I took them. I don't know you. Call Tassie. Well, I'm gonna. Make we don't some. owe you nothing. Don't owe you nothing. I'm gonna buy you lunch later. All right. Big speaking part, of lunch, big, big shout out to Justin Boots. Amen. We yeah. can we can but agree actually, on that. But we're actually uh, we're gonna re up March, so let's not give him anything for okay. free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love Justin Shit. Boots. Boyd Gaming. We got awesome people. Go buckle beer. Do we need one more beer? Let's have one more beer. Let's have we'll one more beer. We're going to come back and we're going to come. Uh, we're going to talk about what's coming up with Webb and uh, the big wrestling match between you two. Oh, when I kicked his ass! Oh bullshit! I did twice. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's going to be a good story. You're such a loser, Charlie Daniels. <laughs> Devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a day. <laughs> yeah. What would possess a man? to step in the arena with a 2,000-pound animal and do a dance. 
Find out more this summer at CodyWebsterBullfighting.com. If you don't like bullfighting, you're a pussy. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready to fight. After hanging out with Webster today, I, I feel like if... Like, I'm so mad about this diesel thing, you're lying to everybody. Like, the reason I never paid for diesel on that trip is because I drove. That was the deal. Yeah, you you drove. Like, you're lucky <laughs> I don't kick your ass right now. I don't want you to... You? Okay. Uh, Kicking ass, me and Webster. Okay, we've got so, video proof. Well, the funny thing is, you know when... Uh, for you guys that have been on my Instagram page, and if you haven't seen it, a couple years ago... It's also at, on the YouTube. At Cody... Me and Webster, we were going to play this. I don't know what we were doing. I thought, man, this would be funny to make like a, a funny video of me and Webster acting like we get into a fight. It's a happy 4th of July video for yeah. some reason we were wanting to fight each I other. I don't know why, but we all line up in front of the bucket shoots at the world-famous Cody Stampede, and we're going to fake this fight. So Smash, his wife, is filming, and we go through the fight, and... We're acting like we're not really fighting, but it damn sure looks like it. But it, he didn't really punch me in this video, right? And actually, it was a, a fake hit, and almost like WWE. But that video went over so big. It's huge. I, I need to repost that because it's. It's Remember pretty, how long it took to put all the makeup on her eye to make it look like oh, a legit yeah. black eyes. So we we set this like we produced <laughs> this fake fight, and uh, Brady Gillian was in it. Jacob Welker. Jeff Blue Rector, jeans. Blue, Tuck. I mean, we had a whole cast that I choreographed into this fake fight, right? Yeah. So then that spills over into... And, and the thing is, dude, like, it was the 4th of July perfs. Like, I mean, we're, we're 30, 45 minutes from yeah. rodeo start. There's people. The stands aren't packed, but there is a lot of people. And it looked like a legit fight. Yeah. They called the committee guy and <laughs> said, your rodeo clowns are fighting in the arena. But we weren't. And after it was over, we're all like laughing. We're like, oh, this is golden. So fast forward, Fort Madison, Iowa, which is press conference. One of my favorite rodeos. So I was talking to Webb. I go, man, we should do another fake fight video. So we did a press conference like Conor McGregor and the other fighters. And Webster's, you know, we got into it and he hit me in the head with a chair. We haven't put that on Instagram. We can put that one on. Yeah, that's not on Instagram. It's a, it is on YouTube, but we can get it on the IG. So he smashed me in the head with this chair, and we got – so we build this up in our fake fight series. And the funny thing is, like, committee people are like, hey, are you and Cody Webster really not like each other? I'm like, no, we're fine. So we're going to fight as a joke the 10th at round the Orleans. of the NFR at the Orleans Hotel at National Finals tonight. As a joke, so I go to a sporting goods store and buy boxing Remember how gloves. you was trying to be a puss and back out of that deal? Well, I I didn't know how it was going to go down because we didn't have a boxing ring. Like, dude, we I mean, it's been talked up. Oh, yeah. Every, the remember. public's into it. Like, yeah. it's going down. Donnie Gay, Boyd to talk, you know, uh, Dan Miller, all the guys were talking about. Joe B. He calls it was like a me, big deal. Calls me right before the perf. Hey, man, I, I just don't think I'm, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think we should fight. I'm like, no. It was a joke. It was supposed no, to be a you joke. Freaking, you started it. You took it this far. Put it into it. Bring the boxing gloves. So? So we get there, and I'm thinking this is just going to be a joke. So Tallman introduces us. And I mean in Tallman style. Pretty cool. So on the stage at this point, before we get introduced, is Bob Tallman, Joe Beaver, Dan Miller, Boyd Paul Hamas, 8X, and Donnie Gay. It's Joe It was. There it was. That's <laughs> so, how it was. I'm like, okay. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That'll pump you up. Yeah. So Tom and he he calls us in. So Cody Sosby is like Webster's ring guy. So Webster comes in, he's got a towel around his neck. Then you have Knutson on your ring. Yeah, side. so uh he comes walking up. Jesse didn't know what he was, you know. He goes walking up with Sosby and Sosby's like rubbing his back and you know, like getting pumped up, and I'm like. By the way, I broke my foot in the third, fourth, fifth round of the NFR, so I've got a walking cast on my foot at so this I, point. I go, Jesse, uh, be my ring man. He's like, what? I'm like, follow me. So they call me up on the stage, and we got on these boxing gloves. So we're gonna just not really fight. We're gonna do like boxing glove trivia or something like if that. If it went anything like I had planned, it was not gonna be a good night for the rumpster. 
I don't know why you were wanting to hit me. Like we're friends, dude. We're, you're three hundred pounds bigger than I, I am, wasn't and gonna, I had a it was cast supposed to be leg. a joke fight. So like, I I kind of stuck my face out there. I'm like, all right, you know, because I'm thinking we're gonna fake fight, dude. I tricked him. Webster so good. rips back, and on the front row is several of the executives from the Boyd Gaming Row Corporation. I get he hits me in the in the right in the old snooze. No, I hit you in the cheek on the first one, and you started bleeding. Just busts my eye, and he, Cody just starts punching me as hard as he possibly could. And even with boxing gloves, I was like, "What the hell?" And Jesse is in the corner going, "Hit him back!" So I just take one, and I'm going to smoke him, like because I'm kind of getting pissed. Yeah. And I go to swing, and this little bastard ducks, and I about hit Tallman right in the face. Oh, God. And Bob's going, easy, boys, easy, boys. <laughs> Dude, I come up swinging. And I, co- I connected one more. I connected once pretty good. Yeah. But in the meantime, following through my connection, he reaches over and hits me in the nose. <laughs> and, like, you know in the, in the like, Rocky movies when the glove hits the dude and it goes to slow motion and the blood flies out? So the executives from Boyd Gaming and Jackie Ferrando's on the front row, and boom, and my blood. nose just blood just goes everywhere, and he kept hitting me. I was like, because Tom goes fights over. All I knew is like at this point, like the one time you did connect with me, like it almost took me off my feet. So I was like, I've got to finish this but guy. We I've got him on the run. I've got. We I weren't supposed finish him. to actually fight. It, it was supposed to be a joke. Fight. I'm not taking the chance with you, dude. Because so, the time you did connect, it was for real. And to make matters worse, so I go like it got awkward. Like we were actually fighting. Everybody didn't know what to do. Like after they kind of broke the fight up, my eye is bleeding and my nose is bleeding, <laughs> and Webster's got his cast on and he's like breathing heavy, and everybody's kind of staring at each other trying to figure out where we're going from here. Like, is this really happening? Everybody you, like it was. Donnie Gay jumped right in the middle. He was. He's like, hold on, boys, hold on now. And Tom went, that's good, that's good, that's good. And then the fight just stopped, and it was like nobody really clapped. or <laughs> There was a shitload of people there. It was like. So what about when you get home? What happened? So I get home, and I couldn't, I couldn't breathe out of my nose. So I go to the doctor, and he had deviated my septum, which is he broke my nose sideways. I had to have a. Things stuck up in there to a line my, my nose hole back out. Let's just let you know where you're at. Honestly, if I would have known it was a real fight going in, I would have come with the fire. You had on boxing gloves. What more do you need? I th- yeah, but you know you can't. If it was serious, you couldn't beat up Rump. Oh, bull. Hmm. I, I outran you at Fort Madison also. That's because you had that, a head start. I, bullshit! I had. You think head to head? Let's let's go outside. We'll video this. I got a bad wheel. I can't run fast right now. Oh, that's right. You're still recovering from yeah. last year. Yeah, your bullfighting rack here in Denver last year. Raise your hand if you got eight screws in your leg. Oh, just me? Okay. And everybody else can shut up. <laughs> but the 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 last thing about the the fight though, I go walking off the stage and I'm bleeding, and out of my eye and nose, and a couple of my great sponsors were like. So, is that all planned? Like, did you guys choreograph that? Yeah. You yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah there's hey. blood flowing. Sure, sure. Like, it was choreographed. She's like, do you want me to get you a towel? I'm like, yeah, actually, that would be great. <laughs> you know. We're backstage putting ice on his face. Then Webster, Webster comes up to me after and goes, that was awesome, huh? No. No, it was more like this. No, it wasn't awesome. <laughs> and I gave Webster those boxing gloves. I pulled out a Sharpie and signed one and gave them both sets. I said, screw you. They're they're now in the, the sweatshop. We are done fighting. We are not <laughs> boxing Ruh-roh. anymore. Well, that's good. Yeah. You shouldn't. Friends shouldn't fight. I'd like to fight you. <clears throat> hey, Ham, I want you to stick your head up my butt and fight for air. Hey, yo. <laughs> that, was, that was a great story. Do you got time to tell it again? It's not a story. It's a joke. <laughs> your mom liked it well uh in all seriousness i know we've we've made webster to be out a pretty crummy dude but he's uh he's one of our best friends and he's a a bad bad cat in the arena everybody knows it and uh just really really proud of his success um you know in the arena and and just what he's built at home man it's it's pretty awesome and congratulations and you know y'all work hard for it and uh 
So now you can go buy us lunch for letting you on Rump Chat. And Just now you're going to be even more popular. Hey, put it on my tab. <laughs> Stroke. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's it. Another episode down. Thank you, everybody. We love oh, you all very much. And don't forget. Rump Chat. Rump Chat. Also has dot, merchandise. That's right. Rumpchat.com. Get your orders in. Rump Be Ammo cool. 2020. We got good t-shirts, caps. We're getting some more stuff. More and more as it comes. But Support these guys. Yeah, if you They're want them coming. doing big things. 100,000 downloads. I think that's a good round of applause ah, for thank you guys. Thank you. No big deal Not at all. bad for a couple dumb shits. Anyway, we love y'all. Rump Chat Nation. We'll talk at you later. Thanks, Webb. Let's go to the old Choctaw Nation. Hey, Choctaw. That's right there by the house. That's right. Indian Territory. See you, everybody. Adios. Slayton's got it.